0: Welcome, whoever is here. We're about to do some no-nonsense story time. Welcome to no-nonsense story time. I'm Chris, Chris Panico. Robert Oppen. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about a book called Coraline by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman? Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. It's Neil Gaiman. Yep. Yeah, I looked um, it
1: up prior to recording.
0: And this is our first episode since, like, April maybe a long time we we did one of these live episodes back in march or april and i think our last recorded episode was in january or something yeah so we've been pretty pretty off maybe maybe we might be a little bit out of practice but feel free to join us in the comments yeah help us out if we're stuck we might get stuck you can
1: guess the zoom link you can uh and just jump on the call.
0: That would be an awesome idea. Just drop in the Zoom link in the event. <laughs>
1: and then, yeah, whatever happens, happens.
0: That would probably be awful, though. It would probably work out poorly, I imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to do Coraline. There's a movie, a really good movie about it. I don't know if you've seen it, Bobby, but... I've seen about half. It's very good. It's mostly true to the book. Yeah. There's, like, a couple of small things that are different.
1: Um, what's the name of the director? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Oh, I just looked it up. I don't remember, though. It's the... He directed Nightmare.
1: Yeah. And James and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, the good ones.
0: Yeah, so it's it's got that, like, like creepy, childlike, magical... Vibe that you get in all those Tim Burton films. It's not Tim Burton though; it's the director who's right. not the same. Um, so, do you want to? Should we talk about the author first and then go into our recap since it's kind of a big book? Yeah,
1: that's that's what we do. That's okay. how we do it. Cool,
0: cool. Um, do you want to? Should I go first, or do I'll you go first. do you go first because you're gonna do the recap?
1: Okay, everybody. Neil Gaiman was the first author to win both the Newbery Medal and the Carnegie Medal for the same work, and that was The Graveyard Book, which is another so novel for children that is creepy that he published
0: I th- six years after Coraline. I thought about doing that one for this, but it's just a little bit longer and a little bit less child. Like, like, it's still a, like a yeah. kid's book, but it's more of a novel. Have more you read?
1: has the movie power, too.
0: Yeah, that too. Um, the graveyard book is amazing, though, if anyone wants to read it. It's sort of like, um, it's sort of like a jungle book kind of thing, but with, in a graveyard with ghosts and creepy stuff. So it's very, very good. Um, I am not surprised that it won both of those awards um one of my favorite facts about neil gaiman is that he lied to get his first writing job yeah
1: what yeah do you say?
0: he just said that he had all kinds of experience when he had absolutely zero experience oh, okay. and then they gave him the job and in in his mind he was like i'm gonna make up for this by getting the experience right? yeah exactly <laughs> and eventually he did and it obviously worked out um I was also one year ahead of having him as my graduation speaker from college.
1: You, so you left a year early, you're saying?
0: Yeah. So he, I graduated 2013 from University of the Arts, and he was the honorary doctorate for 2014. hmm So I just missed him. That was when he did his Make Good Art speech. I don't know if you've seen that speech before but it's like nope it's like a big really it was like a big youtube thing a couple years ago it's 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 a good speech um i did meet him while he was there he signed one of my books i have most of his books there he is there he is pretty cool dude he also brought amanda palmer with him too
1: <laughs> that's his wife
0: that is his wife
1: on yeah. the um uh, in the back of the book, mm-hmm. there is a Q and A from the year two thousand two, with the author.
0: Is there so
1: right right when he uh published the book before it was famous or any of the things it is now before the movie happened? I guess probably not really before it was famous, mm-hmm. um, but. Well, my, I think one thing I want to point out, uh, very first question, how did you think up the name Coraline? And here's his answer. I was typing Caroline and it was coming out wrong. <laughs> Larry Niven, hope that's pronounced right, the science fiction author, said in an essay that writers should treasure their typing mistakes. Once I typed it, I knew it was somebody's name and I wanted to know what happened to her.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that story once. That's a really cool way to get a name, and having a name that's so unique like that, I think makes a big deal. Yeah. Is a big deal makes a big difference. Like if the book was called Caroline, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same like zazz to it. Zazz, yeah. You know. Hmm. Um. Cool. Do you want to recap this book for us? You just read it. I just read Let's it. Let's be transparent. Bobby just read this book in the last, like, three days. I read half of it
1: between the hours of 5 and 6.30 today. More yeah. than half.
0: I read it in January. So Bobby um, is a little bit more fresh on what happens. That's And why that is going
1: to, to make this very poor recap even more embarrassing. Okay, <laughs> here we go. All right, yeah, go Fine. ahead. She is a girl she lives with her parents i wish my screen would stop glitching like that that's not part of the recap though she's a girl she lives with her parents uh, in a flat in some place i want to say london but i'm just making that up
0: <laughs> where does she live i mean she she doesn't live in london because she lives in more of a rural area it's in england however yeah some gloomy I'm, I'm place not going to check right now.
1: You can just read the book if you want to know that fact. Yeah. So. What are we professionals? Yeah, just read the first few pages, then come back to the recap. I'll take care of the rest. Okay. She lives somewhere with her parents, um, and she is very interesting girl. She's like very curious, uh, and uh, she loves exploring. You know, like children do um and she she is very bored a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um and her parents she feels just can't keep up with her her boredom so she has to you know go talk to the neighbors (laughs) blah 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 uh I have to skip a lot it's such a long book um so basically what happens is she goes exploring in her own her her own house and she uh there's a door that you open it up it's just a brick wall um, one day when her parents aren't there, she opens the door. Instead of being a brick wall, it's like a tunnel. She goes through the tunnel and she ends up in this place that looks just like her house, but it's just kind of creepier. And she has two other parents there who uh, are kind of scary, but also perfect in a way, mm-hmm. you know, they have all the characteristics that she wants her real parents to have at times, Um but they have uh, black buttons for eyes and they're very scary. So she uh, leaves that place. Um, And then her parents go missing. So she goes back uh, to find her parents again. And she has to, you know, confront all the scary stuff in there and be brave. And um, she does make it out, does save her parents along with three children's souls mm-hmm. um, and uh, she does this with the help of a talking cat that she meets
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's I it that, that's that's the main that's the gist of it yeah, I'll yeah say at the end of the book so uh, she she gets away from the creepy her other mother her creepy mother with the eyeballs mm-hmm. who turns out to be you know pretty evil and scary um, and when she does this, her other mother's hand escapes with her and is trying to get a key that will let the body, the size of the hand, come back and come get her.
0: Yeah, because it has to open the door again.
1: Right. So she uh, she kills the hand by dropping it down a well
0: mm-hmm.
1: along with the key. And that that's, that's the happy <clears throat> ending.
0: Mm-hmm such a good book it's a good book it's such a good book um i think one thing that i really love about the book before i get into the moral of the book is that it's kind of like a fantasy that every kid has a little bit at some point you know everyone gets there's there's some point in childhood where you're like man i just wish my parents like like say you have a best friend whose house you go to all the time you're like man i wish my parents were like your parents or something like that yeah, and I think it's it's a pretty universal among kids. At least you know, like in in our culture, it is. But obviously, it doesn't work out, and would be a bad thing.
1: Right, especially if they they have button eyeballs.
0: Especially if they have button eyeballs. zipper eyeballs, know. maybe
1: not. But if button they have normal eyeballs. eyeballs, it's good to go. Yeah, if you if you open a door. And there's a tunnel behind it and you go through the tunnel and you find new parents better than the old parents. They have normal eyeballs.
0: Just stay there.
1: Just stay there. Obviously. Don't come back. I I would even think
0: about that. Yeah. Uh, Um,
1: Anyway. Oh, another fun fact about Neil Gaiman. The uh, door with the brick wall behind it. mm -hmm. That's something from his real life. He lived in a place that had a door that opened to a brick wall.
0: No, really? That's
1: inspiration for that part. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, so I think the moral for this one is like a pretty straightforward moral, where you know, like a "be careful what you wish for" sort of thing. That's de- that's definitely there. I want to point. So okay,
1: I'll say this: before reading the book, that's what I thought it was going to be. I felt like the movie really pushed that a little bit more than the book did, but that might be she true. goes to the other place and then like immediately wants to leave and wants her old parents back you know
0: yeah you're right she just she's
1: like oh no this is bad like i don't want i don't want this she leaves but then she has to go back and i feel like another big part of the moral is about like even when you're scared you have to do the scary thing sometimes Mm
0: mm-hmm being brave and all that
1: yeah being brave
0: mm-hmm. being scared is part of being brave right you know and i think that's something that little like younger kids probably don't really get so it's right. kind of nice to be part of a, a book that's directed yeah, towards just them.
1: feeling scared can be very discouraging
0: yeah
1: you know yeah. just saying well i'm scared so i can't do it but actually you can just be scared
0: yeah cool let's start ripping this book apart yeah not physically. That's my book. Not. I didn't write it, but Bobby has my copy. Don't read that book. I, d- I did write it. Well, yeah. That's why I'm in. I'm in the back. Anyway. Um. So all of the setting is realistic.
1: Right. Well, it, most of the setting is realistic. There's the part where she walks out into the white void where
0: nothing is there. You don't have one of those? <laughs> yeah, I <know>. have <laughs> one I live in the United States where we have <laughs> like that. Where it's all a white void where nothing is there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um moving on. Okay, yeah. I, there there are um some elements that are not realistic. I meant the the exposition Sure, yeah. That's background. That's all fine. It, you know, yeah. It's a, gloomy little town in England somewhere. It's a weird rickety house. There are some eccentric neighbors.
1: But nothing completely, nothing that's nonsense. You know, that guy could live upstairs trying to do a mouse circus. It's probably not going to work, but he could do that.
0: Yeah, he could try. Can't tell someone you can't try to do a mouse circus. So, I think the first part where we get to unrealism is, is the door. Yeah. Right? Because sh- at first the door is a brick wall. And then it's a tunnel. So that's the problem. It could be one or the other. That wouldn't be an issue. But it's both at different well, times.
1: She sees that it's a brick wall. Yes. Then she goes and does other stuff. Her parents could have easily, not easily, but they could have taken all those bricks out. Okay. And then opened up the tunnel that they have behind there.
0: Yes, they could have. Why would they have done that?
1: Well, I don't know. But I do know that when she goes through the tunnel, she sees her parents.
0: Oh, okay. So. That makes so much sense. Okay, so her parents, they hear her talking about this door, right? Yeah. And they start getting that, like, itch of curiosity. And they decide, let's find out what's back here.
1: Okay. Right, because they say um, it's just another apartment that was like ours, but they boarded it up. No one lives there
0: right now. In their brain, they're like, let's knock the wall down and make it a double. Then
1: we have two apartments. Yeah. They're probably like, we've lived here for, what, 10 years. Nobody's moved in there. Mm -hmm. It's basically free at this point.
0: Yeah, I I think so. They're (laughs) totally justified in their decision. So they take the bricks out while Coraline's sleeping, exploring, doing whatever. kid yeah. things. Whatever, dumb kid. Whatever. Thing.
1: Whatever, it doesn't matter.
0: And then they go through, they find this weird tunnel, so they go through the tunnel. You just did all that work, you're not gonna not go through the tunnel, right? Right, of course. Like, let's do it. So they go through the tunnel. And then something happens between them going through the tunnel, because Coraline comes through and... In her words finds her other mother and her other father who have right. the button eyes.
1: Right, the button eyes is a big deal.
0: Is that her actual mom and dad? It must be. What else could it be? Unless they both have twins. They could both have twins, but you never
1: see the other parents and the parents at the same time. That's true. So I feel like bringing in that they have twin like if they had twins in the story, Coraline would have seen these other parents and thought, "Oh, you're my you're my dad's twin brother." Like,
0: unless mm-hmm. they have
1: secret twins, but I feel like that is a bit more of a stretch than her parents just went over there for some reason. We don't know the reason yet.
0: I I think that that's true. Carissa says hello. Hello, Carissa. Hi, Carissa. Here's Welcome. the thing.
1: Okay, her parents went. They went out right and left her there
0: hmm
1: they said we're going out yes i don't remember what they were doing not important. i don't remember either they said they were going out leaving her there and then they would come back hmm and then instead of doing what they said they were going to do they snuck over through the tunnel
0: mm-hmm.
1: to the other place put on some fake button eyes Mm -hmm. and waited for their daughter to come over so
0: that must be what they did i there's literally no other option right
1: so why did they do that why
0: did they do that they wanted they i mean
1: they lied to her Uh and you know that when parents lie to their kids they're trying to teach them something Mm -hmm. or they're just terrible
0: (laughs) Those are the two tropes on no nonsense story time teaching you or being terrible, usually at the same time. Usually both. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I'm not sure there's any reason it would be different in the case of Coraline. Right. Okay, so say we are their parents I'm their mom, you're their dad. Naturally. <laughs> we decide <laughs> we're gonna do that. Yeah. What is the lesson that we're trying to teach Coraline? Coral, okay.
1: They don't want Coraline... Coraline knows she's... She even says... or it, it, Well, he, she doesn't say. It. The narrator says she knows she's doing something that she's not supposed to.
0: When By she going goes into tunnel. to get
1: the key, she's looking over her shoulder to make sure her mom doesn't come home. So
0: mm-hmm
1: they they know she's going to do this thing that they don't that they would tell her not to do and since she's going to do that they're going to sort of make it like well there's a reason
0: it's a big one <laughs> it's, a- <laughs> it's the evil parents it's that are not parents your parents through the brick <laughs> Which, I do just want to, like, point out how silly they are, because they had to break down the bricks to make the tunnel be a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Basically, all she was doing was opening a door that went nowhere. Right.
1: Yeah, my guess is not that they were worried about her opening that door. This... Opening that door is a harmless example of the kind of behavior they want to discourage. Right? Like, yeah, she can open that door, and it's going to be fine, but... Mm -hmm you know, if she goes down to the river and, or the well. The well. There she, is a well. Like, well, I wonder what's in the bottom of that well. She pulls <laughs> off the, the wood boards and jumps on down. Game over. Yes. They want to they stop that kind of behavior. Okay. Teach her to be a little
0: more careful with her exploration. Yeah, that makes sense. So they they go through their freshly made <laughs> tunnel to uh-huh. this new... So it's an old room too, right? No one's lived there for 10 years yeah. in this apartment. But when Coraline gets there it looks it's rad.
1: They had right? to clean it's up very
0: nice. Bit. They cleaned they it up
1: clean a lot of stuff.
0: It makes some of it makes sense like they would probably have fresh paint and things like that because they just yeah. moved in. So they could they could have prettied it up a little bit. Why the button eyes was that just their are they, are they just thinking this will be super scary Yeah I think so And I then, mean, you know they're what they're right. right they're super right it was it was
1: a costume that was so what they could have done is dressed up like monsters, but that takes so much work. Mm-hmm. instead they're like, wait, what if we just look like we always do but just change one tiny thing It's so easy for us.
0: I figured out my Halloween costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's so, it's so easy for us, but it's going to be so unsettling.
0: Mm-hmm. And it is. Especially when they offer to sew her eyes with buttons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Super scary. I th- okay.
1: In the actual book, that part doesn't make any sense to me. Why would okay. why would other mother be like, yeah, we're going to sew your eyeballs out when she's trying to get Coraline to stay?
0: Um, I assume that it has some, like, the sewing, like, the removal of the real eyeballs and the sewing of the buttons has, like, some magical anchoring to that place, at least within the book, not with what we're going to find out, of course, but... Because I just feel that's, like Yeah. That's what happened to the other souls that she she stole. They stayed with her. She put buttons in their eyes, and now their souls are trapped there forever. So
1: they stayed with her, right? And then she lied to them and said she was going to do all this good stuff. And then she basically just killed them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So why... Why not just not even mention the button eyes and just be like, oh, you're fine. And then like when she's sleeping, go and do the button eyes or, you know, it just, it feels like
0: maybe it has to be a choice. It's one of those things.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe you have to choose to stay.
0: Yeah. Like, like how you have to invite vampires inside stuff. Because that's why
1: she kidnapped the parents. Because it was like, but wait, the parents didn't have to choose to stay. Why didn't she just kidnap Coraline?
0: Maybe it has something to do with being a kid. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she can only eat kid souls. Perhaps. Or maybe she'll get more food out of kid souls. That makes sense. There'd be more.
1: You only get the good soul food from the kid. Yeah. If the kid is...
0: Children's souls taste better.
1: That's... Well, I mean, yeah. Anyway... Let's get, let's get back to the Yeah,
0: cuz we have to get back we're, we're we're speculating on malarkey, if you will. Um So the button eyes, they're just like this will be creepy, very easy to do, super effective. It is creepy. It does the job. Coraline runs away and then she goes back and her parents aren't there, so she figures that her parents have been stolen, right? Or no, she waits a while, right? It's like a few days of just her and her parents not being there, right? And she even she tries calling the police. Is that right? Yeah.
1: And the police don't take her seriously. Yeah. What
0: what yeah. what is the what what triggers her to go back?
1: She sees she sees her pa- Is it she sees him in a, a mirror? mirror? And then in, she in, goes
0: back? Yes. I think that's right.
1: She sees her parents in the mirror and then she
0: goes back. Okay. That's probably just them. They're probably just there. Right? And yeah. so she just happened to see them in the mirror and she created this whole like narrative in her mind because now she saw this this creepy family. So she's kinda kinda got the creeps going on.
1: Oh wait. Her mom says like help us or something like that.
0: Oh, does she? So Well she's talking about like laundry. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> help us with the laundry. Okay. So that
1: that while that explains that particular scene, it doesn't really explain why they're gone. For a very long time. And then when she goes back through the tunnel, they're there again. Maybe, maybe
0: they're spending all this time fixing up the second apartment.
1: Okay. Oh, yep, yep. That's it. Okay. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened was you were right, the law lo- like come help us with the laundry, but she was already so creeped out. She took it the wrong way, right? Um And so her parents go back over, and they spend a lot of time in this new apartment.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And they like okay, just straight up, this is a bad parenting move. They've they've gotten too wrapped up in this new thing. They're sort of neglecting their daughter, but really, what's happening is they are coming back. It's just always at the times when Coraline is like out, or whatever, and they're just like missing each other. Every time. But they're spending a lot of time cleaning up this new apartment and getting it ready. And they're, you know, they're all excited about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on. One quick moment. Yeah, I'm getting a a message on Facebook that says we're having trouble playing this video. Could someone leave me a comment if you guys can actually see the video and I'm just getting a weird message?
1: I can can see it right now. You
0: can? Okay, cool. It's probably just on my end being silly then. Rock and roll anyway continue what you were saying
1: sure uh then what happens is Coraline decides she's going to go back and she does this at a time when her parents are in there and they hear her coming and they have to fully commit They they have to like quickly put the button eyes back on Mm -hmm. and they have to just sort of like go with it. Yeah. I mean, they they don't want to be caught. Yeah. They already told this huge lie. Like, okay, we gotta, we gotta make this work. You know, we taught the lesson, but now I guess we gotta teach more of a lesson. (laughs) It's gotta be a full unit. Yeah. Um, We just, we gotta make her leave will be extra scary, will be even scarier this time, so she leaves right away.
0: Wait. However, however, as we get through, like, as it continues, we actually see um, the other father start to sort of deteriorate. Is that correct? Is that right? That, that's true. We'll so get I, there. Well, I think... I think the father doesn't want to keep doing it. You know, I think he's like... <laughs> This is ridiculous. Why would we keep doing this? <laughs> but but Coraline's mother's like, "No, we have to. We must. We can't be caught." Yeah. Then she's going to think we're liars. Yeah. We can't be seen. As she need We need her to think we're evil demons instead. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, at one point, the father just completely refuses to talk. Yeah. Like he just decides to stop talking. So he's yeah. like, basically the mom's like listen you're gonna ruin this for me if i'm not in the room do not talk to her yep i will figure something out
0: that's exactly what happens (laughs) maybe i know maybe the mom is like like a failed actress (laughs) (laughs) slash writer slash director So once she finds them, once they find themselves like this far in, she just gets so wrapped up in in this like lifeline fantasy of writing, directing, and starring in a play. And she just loses track of what's going on in (laughs) real life. And that's why it just goes so far. And as it goes farther and farther and farther her husband is just more and more over it. I think
1: it's that. Coupled with the fact. Like I was saying before. When she comes back. The original plan is. We'll just be extra scary. And get her out of here. And then she comes in. And she says like. You kidnapped my parents. And then they make the mistake of going. Yeah. you <laughs> did. And that's why you have to stay here. Ooh. <laughs> Trying to reverse psychology her.
0: I just want to think. Like just point out. You and I both have a lot of experience with kids, preschoolers, a little bit younger than Coraline, but if I was, like, pranking my kid, yeah. I don't have kids, but if I did, and I was pranking them, and they said, you kidnapped my parents, I know what my response would be. <laughs> what would yours be, Bobby? It
1: depends.
0: It would be, yeah, of course I did.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it depends on how scared they are. Are they, like, playing the game, or, well, that's the thing. It's well, hard to like tell sometimes, scared, right? So they 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 were like, okay, we we really gotta up, we gotta up our game. We need to get her to run back mm-hmm. to the house, and then we shut the thing down. We go back; it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But yep. she would not leave. Yeah. So they had to keep getting <laughs> scared. And the more screwed up things you do to your child as a parent, the less you want them to find out it was you doing
0: that. Yeah, it just gets it looks worse and worse and worse.
1: Okay, we still have a few things that we have to, to sort out, though.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, what are they? Talking cat, talking dogs. Um, oh, are those in the, the underneath Neighbors? With the, yeah. opera, the opera singers?
1: Yeah, there's the talking dogs in there. Okay. Uh, we'll figure that out. The talking cat is going to be tough, because that... that cat follows her around. It's like its own character
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like it's trying to get her to leave too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this could be part of their plan. Okay. Um, set this cat up as like their enemy so that she'll be friends with it and then the cat can sort of guide her to leaving.
0: So is the is the the cat a machination of her parents? I can't think of anything else it would be. The, my first option... My first thought... And I don't know if this is... I don't know if this counts. Because it's sort of... Like... Basically, it's taking the narrator's view as is not literal. Um, yeah. By, like... Sure, there's a cat, but it's not really talking. Coraline is just... Having conversations with it. Like, have you ever talk to something that can't talk back and then like respond for it yeah like i used to do that with my dog i'd be like hey dog what's going on and then i'd be like not much dummy
1: my only problem with that is the cat gives her ideas
0: right which she
1: right. wouldn't have yeah the cat like teaches her things she didn't already know
0: that's true
1: It could be, another you know the classic tape recorder attached attached to a cat situation. Class, we've all seen it.
0: I like the walkie-talkie more. Yeah. (laughs) Especially because you have all the static and stuff. It's a walkie-talkie
1: attached to the cat. The dad's doing a voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Telling. This is this is
0: like the one role he gets to have. Yeah. So he's like. I figured it
1: out go ahead okay. the dad is doing the walkie-talkie behind the mom's back yep
0: yep because he's like this has gone far enough we, we can't yeah. keep this up
1: i need to i need to secretly yeah <laughs> the cat. yeah and the cat you know whenever the cat's near Coraline, he's listening to the walkie-talkie <laughs> this is whenever, whenever they get close by he's like hey uh she's really into games all
0: right, try playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's thinking, like, Uno or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, the dogs, the talking dogs, how much do they all talk? I think she only talks
1: to the one of them. And it's not much. Like, they could be, like... like toy dog like it could be like an animatronic kind of
0: yeah
1: i don't think it's unexplainable
0: yeah like one of those dogs that, one of those dogs you know like when those little doll doll babies say like i love you yeah or, this the place dog- is dangerous
1: I, I don't think it's said but.
0: i don't i don't remember like and i quote exactly
1: Oh, I just turned to probably my favorite part of the whole book.
0: So when Coraline that?
1: writes a story on her dad's computer and prints it out. The story is, there was a girl. Her name was Apple. She used to dance a lot. She danced and danced until her feet turned into sausages at the end.
0: Wait, he couldn't get his book finished?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Oh, no, man. what, what?
0: Nothing. Keep going. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. My friend Rob Denise asked if his parents were freezing in the book. Like when they were in the mirror. Oh. I don't remember. I... I think I remember that in the movie. Weren't they in a snow globe? Or something like that?
1: Yeah, that's at the end. But it doesn't really come like she sees the snow globe. that has two people in it. She doesn't identify them as her parents. And then at the end she grabs the snow globe and runs out with it. And then they escape from the snow globe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you she doesn't like watch them come out. So that that's not going to be an issue.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's a dog that has like a voice thing on it or something. Yeah. A little, little toy that, that probably exists somewhere.
1: Oh, it does ask for chocolates.
0: Dogs could ask for chocolates. Could
1: it's be. next to a dog. It asks for chocolate. Yeah, it's whatever. It's got a voice.
0: Thing. It's a dog. It's a toy dog that trains you to take care of your dog properly. It's a test. When asked for chocolates, you're not supposed to give it to it.
1: Yeah, it's that's probably that's one the of idea. Those. <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I'm satisfied. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Explain, explain those. Let's look at when the father transforms into a giant insect grub <laughs> and tries to kill...
0: I don't... <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's? Give me the context. Okay. So...
1: Okay, so first I'll say this is after she goes into the uh, the downstairs neighbor's house that got all like weird and and creepy, and it's like the empty, creepy stage. And then there's like the the gelatinous sack people on the wall, Um, and she has to reach in there and get a a marble. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that's nonsense. This is part of the
0: creepy vibe that they're going for.
1: Yeah, they just like made some like really messed up stuff yeah out of like you know gel and yeah whatever it doesn't matter what they made it out of that's that's reasonable uh they had i mean they had to hire some other actors at some point
0: yeah yeah i mean
1: that's what you do when you're teaching your children that's what you do yeah when you have the money that's what you do anyway that's fine it's after that so she leaves there and then she meets her other mother who is her mother in costume,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, who coughs ca- up a key and throws it at
0: her. Of hun- sleight of hands.
1: Yeah, and the key's wet, so it was in her mouth. She just
0: spits in her hands.
1: Uh, and she takes the key and goes back into the, the house. Right? Which
0: like her regular end,
1: house, you mean. Starts turning all like weird and flat. We'll have to figure that out anyway she goes in there and then she goes she opens the trap door and goes down and she sees her creepy grub dad uh down there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was like his story is basically that like he he gave away too much information so he was just shoved down there i'm wearing uh, shorts by the way i'm not completely <laughs> naked in the waist down uh Yeah, sorry. Um, And, uh, you know, he's just another one of the creations of the mother, and he was left behind uh, because he didn't do his job right.
0: Do you think this is the mother finding out about his sabotage? So she, like, demotes him in the cast?
1: Yeah. Oh, and he has to put on this disgusting grub suit.
0: It's sort of like a cone of shame, but for theater. That's, yeah. Theater friends, feel free to tell us about the costumes of shame in your shows yeah and he because he's sort of he's even like he's so
1: torn he's like now she says i have to kill you
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's and, not sure if she's serious <laughs> and Coraline's
1: like okay but you don't have to do that and then he has this moment where he's like i'm sorry but i do and he jumps <laughs> at her <laughs>
0: maybe maybe his the mother's just holding something real serious over yeah. his head and he's like I might as well trauma I have to traumatize my kid for this
1: I'm sorry I'm sorry Coraline I gotta do this
0: <laughs> there are relationships that are that type of toxic for sure uh okay so she beats him she leaves she defeats him yeah, she rips off his eye and then doesn't she lock him in the basement yeah <laughs> He's just locked in the basement. Yeah, poor dad. <laughs>
1: huh. Um,
0: and wh- where are we next? Have we gotten to the big white emptiness yet?
1: Yeah, that was that that happened previously. Okay. So that's a good question. Big white emptiness. Maybe it's it just up? a
0: white Bog machine. Could it just be a white room that's really big? Yeah. And, and for a kid, it's like wow.
1: Yeah. This is
0: an eternity of space.
1: It's a white room and then at the end of the room it's just more mirrors.
0: And it makes sense because it's no one's lived there. They're probably repainting the whole spot and they just haven't paint. They've just primed this room. They haven't painted it yet. Yeah. And she perceives that as being an endless void of nothing. Yeah, We've all done that before. Totally. <clears throat> what else we got? Keep them coming, Bobby.
1: Uh, the house at the end, just like the space and the dimensions start to get all warped and weird.
0: In the, uh, when she's in the, alternate world thing. Yeah. Hmm. Did she eat any food? <laughs> yeah. Was there, were there, were there drugs in it? there could have been some drugs she wakes up in the
1: morning so what happens is she wakes up after sleeping in her in the other room and she feels all weird uh, but she goes downstairs and she makes a deal with with the mom and says okay if I can find my parents and all this stuff then I get to leave and if I don't I stay here um and then she eats the eggs that her mom made
0: mm-hmm.
1: and drinks the orange juice.
0: Okay. Instead of us having her parents being evil enough to give her drugs. Sure. Why don't, Why? what about the possibility that she's allergic to eggs and they just didn't know that?
1: And this is how they found out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know that maybe it's unlikely that they've never had eggs before, but you know what? Well, her father's always making recipes. Yeah, maybe they've just never tried anything as pedestrian as eggs. Yeah. I think that's it. And I I think she's kind of tripping because of this egg allergy that she clearly has.
1: Okay, easy. Easy. What's up with the hand, though?
0: Hmm. So, let's
1: set the the scene. Yeah. He gets back over right
0: mm-hmm.
1: then everything's fine her parents are cool everyone's back to normal then she has a dream where the lost children that <laughs> what how, what was that about also?
0: <laughs> why were their little why were their kids in that closet <laughs> um they certainly can't be real <laughs> I mean, I guess they could be. (laughs) I think they could be actors. They could be actors. I mean, that's the. That's a foolproof, like, way to do it. Right. She hired three children to be actors. Yeah.
1: And that makes sense because they say a bunch of stuff like. You know, she's evil. Like you have to. They're telling her to run away. Mm hmm. You know, those would be their lines. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Run away. We're kids. You can trust us. Go back to your normal
0: house and normal life, please. We're all so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it must be like. Despite all of this, I can't believe that her mother would like kidnap three actual kids.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's
0: any of that. And store them in a closet.
1: But there is the issue of she gets back, everything's back to normal. Then she has a dream, and the three kids appear to her in the dream and tell her it's not over, which, what reason for what reason would her parents not have it be over A? B, how did she get the kids in the dream? Are they, like, whispering in her ear when she's sleeping and making this kind of happen?
0: I mean, I think she could just have that dream.
1: Okay, but after she has a dream about it not being over then the hand comes and that all happens so the dream came true mm-hmm. a which is nonsense by itself i it could be coincidence
0: coincidence but, is a powerful thing bobby
1: but it didn't it doesn't explain what's going on with the hand why would they keep pushing the envelope first of all second of all how did they get this hand running around like this is it like a remote control thing that's that's the the easiest solution, but it does not explain why they're doing this.
0: Hmm. Um unless they're it, not. It could be ooh, if they're not, I mean who would be doing it? If like it must be them. Who else would it be? Okay. Could it be Bobinski? Here's
1: here well, here's the thing people upstairs and downstairs had to had to be involved in this, right? Because she goes over to the other world and she walks out and goes upstairs and walks out and goes downstairs mm-hmm. to these places, which would just be the actual upstairs and downstairs places.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. But when she, what does what does she experience in those places again like does, does she experience anything that is unbelievable to have happened, like just normally? They're quite eccentric.
1: There is the man with the rats who just kind of phases out of existence when she keeps walking closer and closer to him.
0: That's bizarre.
1: But, you know... Maybe
0: it's, like, an illusion. It's a circus.
1: Yeah, you you can make that happen for sure. But, like, why are these people working for her parents? Why are they giving up their whole homes to be made up into these... Well,
0: I don't know that they necessarily have to be doing that. I think that it's possible. That's just what they... Like, Like, Bobinski has dedicated his life to this mouse circus... Okay. You know, so he might just be practicing his mouse circus and Coraline shows up and he's like really stoked because he's going to get to show someone this this mouse circus.
1: All right. Let's uh, let's take a look at the, uh, the literature. Here. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, you know, it could, it could be something could be something. Um, so you're su- are you suggesting that they don't know anything's going on?
0: yes that is what i am suggesting
1: okay well there is when she goes downstairs to the uh miss forcible and miss whatever um and the whole place is turned into a performance stage and they're performing on it forever
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do, do we have anything do we have evidence that they're performing on it forever
1: yeah that's what the dog says (laughs) oh okay well okay that's the dog doing okay but they're also several years younger (laughs) makeup i my guess was that they're completely different people that were hired to do this
0: i'm gonna say makeup and the perception of a child okay sure but that doesn't explain why they're doing this thing they've never done before Do we know that they've never done it before or we just haven't seen them do it before?
1: Coraline goes to their place all the time. I thought she
0: she went once. Really? She goes all the time? Goes all the time.
1: Also later, there's that weird gelatinous mass on the wall in there. I'm just saying either they voluntarily gave up their space to be used
0: and like completely changed around. All right. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. I, I am still saying Bobinski is not in a cahoots. But, but the two, the two washed up actors downstairs are in a cahoots. You know why?
1: Because they washed up. Actors. Because
0: their mother is also a washed up actress, and they've been brought in to this, this final performance, and they're not gonna pass that up, Bobby. You're right. This is very overdramatized performances, and also. Taxidermied pets, have that's what their whole life is. Who is that?
1: That's the completely normal man living upstairs.
0: (laughs) Checks out to me. All right, hand. The hand. Um. If you solve the hand, we can leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's an RC car. It's an RC car.
1: Why are they doing it? (laughs) We're done. (laughs) They solved it
0: because the mother's addicted to the th- to the <laughs> stage bobby she can't let it go
1: he's like they want an encore <laughs> that,
0: that's that's where she's at dude she got a she got another taste of it she like kicked the stuff for years and now she's fallen off the wagon yeah like who knows what happens after the book's over you're right oh my gosh <laughs> right. i'm thinking why did they end on the hand they didn't. <laughs> they didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: What a good book. <laughs> I'm just imagining like,
1: <laughs> like, like you get back home and like the parents, you know, go to the room and they're like, oh my gosh, that was so stressful. And the dad's like, I'm just so happy to be home with the I like, but here's the thing. Like the other mother character, she swore on her hand, but she wouldn't do that unless
0: and the dad's like please <laughs> please stop <laughs> she doesn't stop cut man. Off your <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't cut off her hand but she like you could make a little robot that does that easy
1: yeah
0: and maybe that's what she does yep
1: all right i think <laughs> we're ready for the new moral
0: yeah um my new moral is to leave your dreams in the past or risk traumatizing your children.
1: Okay. Lead your dreams in the past or risk traumatizing children.
0: Um... Or I guess you could flip it and say, traumatize your children, bring your dreams back to life. Bring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's
1: one here's more okay?
0: Mm-hmm
1: lying okay don't lie don't lie if you okay if you lie Solid. to your kids it's going to be bigger than you think right yeah if I mean that checks out try to tell a small lie to somebody close to you it's gonna come back to bite you in the butt
0: especially children you know especially children. cause they sniff out every angle yeah You know, they're just too inquisitive. Yep. I dig it. I dig it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for um, this episode of No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panico.
1: I'm Robert Hoffman.
0: We don't have another one planned, but I imagine that... um, carissa just said it's not my dream mom and dad it's yours (laughs) um i imagine that we'll do one for like thanksgiving and uh oh thanks carissa likes our new morals
1: for thanksgiving have we done a thanksgiving one before
0: we did the giving tree oh yeah and i don't know what other ones we did because i think this would be our third thanksgiving together
1: in this the spirit big of one. Big Pumpkin, which is probably my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> I'm going uh, to try to find a book called Big Turkey.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, either way, we'll probably do one for Thanksgiving, and certainly we'll do at least one in December. Maybe we'll actually get back to doing this regularly. Perhaps. Perhaps. I'm not going to commit to that 100%. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this was fun to do. Thank I you heard. for everyone who joined us. And And everybody who
1: will join us in the future.
0: Yeah. And we're clocking in at 59 minutes and 15 seconds. So that's pretty solid.
1: Oh, that perfect hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We just Uh, have to have to wrap for 40 more seconds. And then if you want, you Mm. can
1: just message us on our no-nonsense story time page. If you want, if you want to suggest books or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. If Uh, you want to listen to more episodes of the podcast and for some reason you haven't, you can find us on... I think anchor.fm slash No Knots in Storytime. Yeah. Or iTunes or, or anyway, all those different places. Stuff, you know. Yeah. You get it. The stuff on there is kind of old now, but you know what? There's like 50 episodes or something like that. At least go listen to Big Pumpkin. Big Pumpkin's good. Big Pumpkin's good. I think we've got some. Our, our specials are great. All right. We've yeah. passed the hour yeah. mark. It is time to go. Thank you all so much. Happy Halloween.
1: Goodbye.